Hey, greetings everyone from our home to yours. I hope that this finds you safe and well. Today, our teaching is about lust, and it comes from Matthew chapter 5, verses 27 through 30. And I'll read that to you from the CSB version. And it says, You have heard that it was said, Do not commit adultery. But I tell you, everyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your parts of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of the parts of your body than for your whole body to go to hell. Now, Jesus starts this off talking about adultery. And I said from the front that Jesus is actually talking about lust. And it's not just lust after a member of the opposite sex or here a man for a woman. It's really lust after anything that isn't yours. Lust that can get carried away and cause you to sin. Jesus starts out teaching about adultery by saying, you have heard it said. And that's kind of the problem that we have today. There's a lot of people who have ideas and and preconceived notions or understandings or theological bends or, or schools of thought that are counter to what God and Jesus are actually trying to say. And that's the difficult part, is to try and discern what it is that God really means. And so Jesus is trying to correct that for those leaders of his time that had it all messed up, thinking that you had to have someone caught in the act of adultery for it to truly be adultery. The people were saying that if you didn't get caught in adultery, then it wasn't a sin. So the goal was to not get caught, but keep on sinning. And as we know, that's still a sin, and it's wrong. So Jesus, again, amps up the the problem with what he's talking about. And he says that if you look at a woman with lust, you've already committed adultery. Just like he said with anger. If you look, if you're angry at someone, you've already committed murder. So he takes what, what is being taught. He shows them how it's wrong. And then he shows that while they were thinking that if you didn't get caught, it wasn't a sin. He's saying It's worse because if you even look at the woman or anything with lust in your eyes, then you're sinning. You are committing adultery. Then Jesus says something that is shocking. He says that if your eyes are causing the problem, gouge them out. If your hand is causing the problem, cut them off. And I'm sure that you know that he's not taking this literally. He doesn't mean this literally, but he's saying that whatever you have to do to stop the sinning, then you need to do it. And I think what Jesus was trying to say here was that you have to go to extreme measures sometimes to control your urges, control yourself, control your mind, control your heart, deal with the sin and the urges, and the sooner the better that you do that while while it's still small and you haven't acted out on those urges. Because if you don't, it's not the court of law that you have to worry about, it's the heavenly court that you'll be judged by. Lust is difficult. There is temptation everywhere. In American culture, sex sells. I mean, it's everywhere. It's even in commercials. Pornography is a $12 billion market. And it's all about lust. You see, lust is a lot like anger. It can start small, but left unchecked, it can blow up into ruined relationships, ruined families, and human trafficking. So it's no wonder that Jesus starts off with his teachings about sin with anger and lust. I mean, they're both things we all experience. They're both things that can destroy, hurt, and damage. 
They're both things that, uh, if left unchecked, we will be judged for, but they're both things that we can't control. So do we have to cut out our eyes? How do we fight the temptation? How do we control lust? Well, even though it sounds cliche, prayer is one of those ways. It's hard to be angry with someone you are praying for, and it's hard to be lustful over someone you're praying for. But let me pass on some advice that a pastor friend of mine gave at a men's Bible study one time. We were studying Matthew chapter 5, and the idea of lust came around, and one of the guys said, you know, it's really hard. You know, I'm driving down the road, and I see this beautiful woman. It's hard not to look once or twice or, or three times because she's so beautiful. How do I stop that? How do I, how do I know when it's gone from just looking to lust? How do I know when I've crossed that line into sin? And here's what the pastor said. He said, when you see a beautiful lady or a, a member of the opposite sex or someone that you're attracted to walking down the street, Thank God for their beauty. Just right then and there, thank God for their beauty. Because it is hard to lust after someone that you just thanked God and prayed to God about. But then also, if you have to turn off the TV, turn it off. Try it the next time you're tempted. So may you live this week in peace. God bless.